Hello everyone and welcome to the Aqua Girl Pod Adventures episode 20, Dating Boundaries. And shout out to my Instagram follower at good.work, which is W-R-K for the suggestion. So uh, I have a couple of new people here. One you know and two you don't know. So fellas, y'all go ahead and introduce yourselves. Well, I'll start. That might be the one you know. Yeah, you are the one to know. <laughs> for episode uh, two, male thoughts. We yeah, have Brandon. Brandon Lattimore. Um, live in Atlanta. From America, Georgia. Thirty-seven. Okay, we're gonna need it. your right. <laughs> Libra. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Let's not come against the Libras. <laughs> All right. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Keith. Um, it's Mark Keith. Everyone calls me Keith. Um, I've been in Atlanta for twenty years now. Um, I'm a corporate trainer for the Department of Revenue, been teaching college as an adjunct professor for the last eight years, and I own a promotions company called Wine and Dine Entertainment. Um, I do young professional parties at upscale venues all throughout the city. Oh, me. I thought you were going to introduce yourself. Um, Jonathan Moore, uh, originally from Louisiana, I'm 36. Wow. Yes, we're 36. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Yikes. Um, you want to throw yeah, your age out there too? <laughs> <laughs> Just turned 37. I know you 37. Uh, Libra. Yeah, Libra's um, in the house. Yeah, that's, that's about it. And... Um, I'm just since, happy to be here. I'm nervous as hell. I guess since we throw age out down 36 as okay, well. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. All right, right. cool. Yeah. This is going to be good. <laughs> this is going to be good. Yeah. All right, so. 2000. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah, we know. So Uh-oh. this week, I won't have any around Atlanta. Uh, well, at least, yeah, Marquise, you can tell us what's going on, uh, what you got going on around Atlanta. Since okay. you be, he out here. I don't know how, I don't necessarily know about out here. Not uh, out here. <laughs> you know, no, no, you know, he's in, the, uh, I'm, in you know, the streets. I'm selective with my goodies. Uh, Not like that. We weren't even going there. I'm just saying he's out and about around the city. Just, yeah, so I usually tell people what's going on for the month of, you know, November. But this time, since this is going to be like an extensive topic, yeah. I kind of didn't put it in there. But since you do host events around the city, Absolutely. go ahead and tell people what you got going on and where they can come out. Awesome, thank you. So every Thursday, I do a young professional happy hour at Bites Restaurant. That's on Spring Street. Uh, pretty much, it's called um, Rush Hour Happy Hour. Um, I feature various professions. Um, I have an Esquire edition where I bring out all the top attorneys. I have an accounting edition. I have. I actually met two black architects. I'm about to have an architect edition. So there's really nowhere in Atlanta where you can go to a happy hour and meet like-minded professionals where iron is sharpening iron. So that's what brought the concept. On the website is www.rushatl.com. And then every Friday, I do a young professional party at Opium. Uh, pretty much it's an open bar from 8 to 11. I have a live band, Queen in the Jukebox, for those of you who've heard of him, from 10 p.m. to midnight. And then I have DJ E-Class DJing from midnight to 3 a.m. Cool. every Friday. Shout out E-Class. Shout out E-Class. Yes, sir. All right, so <laughs> before we get started, uh, about two weeks ago, I interviewed London Brown. He plays Reggie on the HBO show Ballers. Okay. So um, so we talked about men fashion since a lot of the, my men followers say I don't look out for them on the show. So we got the <laughs> men fashion. Okay. And then I also, he's going to segue into our top of the hand uh, dating boundaries because I asked him what were some of his dating boundaries and some of his red flags. So Lexi, you can kick in the, the interview. All right, everyone. I am here with London Brown. 
aka Reggie from Ballers. How are you doing today, sir? Everything is everything. How are you? Very well. Speaking of everything is everything, I want you to go into that real quick because I watched like your 98 second interview. Yeah. I want you to kind of elaborate what that means. I know you got it tatted on you. So what is your, I know that's kind of like your life logo. I mean, motto. Uh, For me, everything is everything just simply means that things are uh, as they should be. So I don't necessarily force or push anything, um, but I do anticipate them. So I just try to be as prepared as I can be. Perfect. So I'm gonna just jump right into the fashion. You, you very stylish now, even though the lady trying to join on you, talking about your Freddie Cougar, you know, she sweater. Don't know. <laughs> you know, so. I, uh, I just feel like when it comes to dressing that, um, our reputation is based on our consistency. So for me, I just, there are a couple of things that I want attached to my name. And um, the way I dress is one of them. And I, I just feel like when, if we feel good because we're dressed and whatever is true to us, then our energy is different. If our energy is different, we're in a better mood. That creates better vibes and helps us relax. And so for me, I think that a lot of people, um, I feel like a lot of people are socially uncomfortable and part of that is because they're uncomfortable with themselves so if they dress in the thing that makes them feel good that means the confidence goes up when your confidence is up we know that confidence lifts up and uh arrogance puts down right and so i'm, I'm all about just trying to be positive and, and create that kind of energy around me cool cool so, so since is, we are getting into fall winter style yeah. What are like some staple pieces that like every guy needs to have in their closet? I think that uh, guys should definitely have a leather coat. Uh, I think I think a few things: a, a, a leather coat, uh, some sort of pea coat, trench coat, going into fall. Okay. And uh, I would also say uh, a couple scarf pieces. Accessories can really change the look. Um, because those small, those small things, that, that small attention to detail is what separates um, the, separates one guy to the next. Like, I know that when I travel in the airport, I make sure my socks are together. <laughs> and at first, it wasn't a big deal. I gotta I got be honest, I didn't, it wasn't, I'm just like, black socks and you just go. But I know people are watching me. Even if they don't tell you they're watching you, they are. And so, like my socks tonight, no one's gonna see him but right. me. But at least I know that I I put that kind of detail into uh, my socks. And then also I realized too is that having gotten older, I think that women appreciate those kind of small details. I think it says a lot about the guy when she when she looks at him. She's like, okay, well, if he can kind of put this attention into those kind of things, he's at least mindful. Right. And so. Um, but to your question, yep, a leather coat of some sort, pea coat, trench coat, and uh, some, you know, a scarf or two. <laughs> uh, some casual boots, man. Okay. Yeah. Dope. Okay, so do you have any favorite designers? Ooh, um, I have a, I have a couple. On a more practical level, I like the stuff that Zara does. Yeah, um, very affordable. Affordable, nice and sleek stuff, and if it's not... If it does, I'm pretty like what they call mannequin. So I'm kind of just pick it up off, you know, I'm, I'm true to size, if you will, or how to design and stuff. But every now and again, I'll take some stuff in and get it just 
a little cut mm-hmm. for me. Um, I used to like H and M before they started tripping. They was, <laughs> they was, I used to like they stuff. They was a little more on the on the lower end. Zara definitely has made fashion nice, good quality stuff. Um, uh, Rudsack out in uh, Canada, they got some good leather pieces. Uh, Levi never gets old to me. I can always find something that a, a good denim something. Um, but if I want a nice little common thermal, I'll throw on some Gap. Okay. You know, I'll keep it right there. Cool, cool. So, versus your style and Reggie's style, do y'all have any similarities or any differences? Like, what's the... Mm. Um, every now and again, I like something. And this is... Shout out to the, to the stylists on that show. Um, Reggie and I, we dress a little differently. Uh, Reggie kind of is a little more flashy and his pieces may just be some pieces you know be a shirt and just some jeans and i'm a little more into not necessarily that things have to be matchy matchy um but as opposed to them being trendy i like them stylish and so if if it was my choice it's good for me that reggie is kind of opposite when it comes Mm -hmm. to wardrobe because it helps me to escape into reggie um you know into the character but Every now and again, it'd be a couple pieces. I'm like, okay, I can wear that. I like some of the stuff that Ricky Jarrett wears. Yeah. Um, his stuff. Yeah, his stuff is fly. He got some really fly stuff. But I understand that uh, Reggie is the side friend of his, you know. Yeah. And so he just getting up a couple scraps. He's also Reggie's 24. And at 24, I wasn't necessarily dressed in the same way as I do now. Um, but I think I've always had some sort of sense of, uh, I was very cognitive of what I was wearing. Cool. Okay, so we just gonna, we're gonna jump into it. Okay. My next podcast episode is gonna be about dating boundaries. Got you it. know the weather's changing. We get into this what so-called cuffing season. Yes. So what kind of boundaries do you have in place when you date? You know. <laughs> okay. These are always fun topics to me. Uh, <clears throat> so thank you. I appreciate these topics. Um, boundaries would be uh, personally. I like. I like to date um, a woman that's she's not quiet but she reads as quiet uh, I don't like them loud and vociferous just <laughs> I like them pretty chill mild mannered I'm not saying weak and controllable I'm just saying it's like it just to kind of just be able yeah, to yeah the demeanor is just yeah, yeah relax I don't know I don't need nobody that's like I said louder than me or trying to because I'm in a position where I might get a little attention I don't need her to try to go past me to get it right you know what i mean and uh those things be important to me but also i want to be able to learn something from her or she has to see someone basically anyone in my life has to be able to compliment it on some sort of level i don't i don't need anybody just there to be there like what are some things that you can do to make my life easier is really how uh how people stick around very low key, very chill, not talking and talking about everything and what I'm doing. Just chill, real chill and comfortable. So, how do you feel about them texting their exes or you have any parameters around that? Do you feel like that's kind of disrespectful? Because we're going to talk about that on the show too. Yeah, I, I feel like if the guy is the ex, he's the ex. And if he's not the ex, then that, that should be something to be concerned about. Uh, because sometimes women will say stuff like 
did to the new guy, you know, that they, like, someone would tell the new guy that their ex-guy is like their best friend. And that's too close for a guy, that's too close for the current guy to be comfortable with. Like, if he's the best friend, then that means that there's a possibility. Because, yeah, we have to consider that the old guy knows that woman very well. Mm -hmm. And guys will, will prey on that stuff sometimes. They know when the woman's vulnerable and what's going on. So, for me, I, that would be too that'd be too close to cover. I'm like, so, that's a red flag. That's a red flag. <laughs> if you want to talk to him, talk to him and stay, and stay there, though. I'm, I'm good. Okay, so, do you have any other projects that you're working on that you want to share that we can look forward to? Uh, there's a project, a, a film that I did called Asia A, and right now it's in film, in film festivals. I played a paralyzed athlete, and uh, very serious, dramatic piece, and that should be good, man, and it's been getting some pretty good reviews. I'm right now currently filming uh, a project, hopefully that should come out maybe uh, later next year, and I play something totally different from Reggie. So, <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm just audition. I'm on the same grind. I know that people feel like because the ballers, like I'm on and my life has changed. And my life has changed, but I'm not on yet. You're not on until you're on. I feel so you. I still audition and I just got an email about an audition to do that's due Monday. So I'm just um, right now just on tour and uh, with my boy Brandon Lewis here from Atlanta and just trying to let people know that I do stand up because a lot of people don't know I come from stand up. Right. So um, that's my grind. Okay, well, thank you. So, basically, what we're going to do is, for everybody out there, I just want to break down the different types of <coughs> dating, and then we can get down into the boundaries that you guys have. Because, you know, apparently it's different stages. Instagram is so informative. I found this on Instagram as Absolutely. well. So, basically, there's like, what is it, four stages? So, the talking stage is the first one. Okay. We exchange, num exchange numbers. Maybe even had sex, do everything on a friendship level, testing the water to see if it's a growing interest. Interest, I can't talk. Then, if you like what you got right there, you go into the actual dating. So, like, we're going bowling to concerts, to lunch, dinner, as friends. That's in capital, you guys. With a mutual interest in each other, but still talk to other people. The next level they have here is dating exclusively. We're dating. However, we have cut off other people we're interested in to focus on us getting to know each other better, which I think that kind of happens during the regular dating, but hey. And then now, <laughs> the last one is the actual relationship. We've, we have uh, made a mutual agreement to become a couple, and it's just you and me, bitch, period. <laughs> that's not my words, <laughs> but, but that's what I found out on Instagram. I don't necessarily use that. Yeah. Hey, oh. I, that's, I just read it verbatim. I don't necessarily use that adjective. Right. I mean, so. <laughs> that first one, I don't know. You, you the do, talking? You, you're talking, but you're having sex. But We've done but it, you, but. You know, yeah, right. but it, I don't really agree with that the, one. The, if it's, the talking? If it's, Okay. Yeah, I understand talking, and then once you have sex, you kind of it kind of crosses over. You, yeah, if you if you uh, if it's good. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so the, so to add a caveat to that, he's absolutely correct. However, just from my I can only speak from for myself. So we can be in the talking stage, a woman and I, and we can end up being intimate. And we're still in the talking stage. So usually what happens for me, what I've noticed is by that third time of being intimate with her, 
Now she wants to try to transition it somewhere, but I'm still in the talking stage. Oh, so it takes three times for women is what you're saying? Yeah, usually <laughs> the average woman, if she, the first time she's like, okay, she, you know, like she's, for, for, for the, I think. I'm going to write this down. Yeah, so for I'm writing this down, ladies. Okay. Said, she said three times. Well, this is what That's I when noticed. I feel it start to kick in. This, three times. This is <laughs> what I've noticed. Okay, so the first time the woman is like, you know, she's there with you. She's trying it out. She still, you know, hasn't really opened herself up. Like, you know, you still got so many more levels to being intimate. You know, intimacy is way more than just getting naked. You know, and so the first time, you know, she's just naked. All right. By the time she's intimate with you the second time, she's opened up herself a little bit more. She still is naked. But by the at the end, but by the second time, also, if she slept with you the second time, now she's compared the first and the second time to each other to see if she wants the third time. And if she wants the third time, then at that point, just I can only speak for me, mm -hmm. she's opened herself up now. So now you all have went away from her being naked to now she's being intimate with you. Okay. You know, and so that's what I've noticed the transition is. Okay. I feel it. Mm. Now I'm finna write that. I'm a, I got the mental note, ladies, three times. <laughs> After that third time, we gotta be really thinking, thinking. I mean, I feel you. I really haven't put too much thought in there. I've been really doing this like week and a half that I've been taking notes and talking to people and getting different perspectives have really opened up my eyes to how men and women think about certain things because I've asked a lot of my single friends about like their dating boundaries and we could be single and not dating anyone and you know we tell you but y'all be single and also have like a plethora of women behind yeah. you as well so yeah. we had to ask you are you dating other people too or who's dating you because you don't yeah. say that you single yeah. yes but we don't know who's dating you so when right. I ask people now and people laugh at me I have so many women laugh at this so I ask women are they single single yeah. So you gotta ask people are they single single because you can be single mm -hmm. and still have a situation a situation mm -hmm. and stuff you going on but single single means you don't have anything going on right you actually are open to getting to know someone I like that. Yeah, usually if somebody's single, they say they're single, but right. they're fucking somebody. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Absolutely. Somebody's Absolutely. doing but something. But does that really make you single? Yeah, you're single. In what sense, though? Yeah. You're That's single. why I want to know. You are. You are single. But if you're, the part, if you're doing it and you say you're single, but you don't want to have feelings, for the real feelings for that yeah. person that you're doing it with, you're not single. You're not single, single. You're not single, single. You don't have any attached. You're not single, single. Okay. Yeah, because, you know, I'm going to kick it to a, to a, like a YouTube clip from Brisha Webb. Because this is how I feel right now in this dating season. But she articulates it very well for me. So I'm going to make sure I got my little volume up so y'all can hear this. Hold on. Let me make sure we got it right. In this season, you know, when it comes to what we want to bring into our lives, I want... A man that says, I would like to. Are you free tomorrow because I would like to? Or what angel? Or, or, or we are going to. This, this is a serious matter. Come to the table with something to eat. Some silverware. And then I can sit down. Pull out the chair from me. Pull it out. Pull it out. Make it easy for me to say yes. Getting sick and tired. I hear my friends talk about men that aren't going to rise up and be the men. Okay, so that's, oh, okay. that's, that's how I feel right now. 
I'm just, you know? I think I'm just, because, you know, we're going to get into it. Yeah. We're going to talk, we're going to bring up the subject of exes. When it comes to exes in this dating season, what are y'all parameters? There is no parameter. What do you mean? Like, no, if, like, it's if ex, you single, single, like my man said right here, uh, your ex shouldn't be texting you, right? Right. Well, I what guess... What they texting you about? Yeah, well, I guess... I, I guess it's as the lines of the door still open. I guess I'm close. not single, single. Um, I'm single, but I'm not single, single. So, for me, I've only been in one relationship in my entire life. And people say, how's that possible? Uh, for me, I just don't think that you should, should commit yourself to someone if you don't see long-term longevity with them. I don't understand how people commit themselves to people and then they break up and then they commit themselves to someone else and they're, they're like serial daters or serial relationship, is, uh, if that's a word. Um, we we'll get dictionary.com yeah, right. on it. So, I, so for me, I really, <clears throat> excuse me, I really didn't meet a lot of women that I saw myself with long-term. I knew it was going to be temporary uh, you know, so for me, I never committed to anyone. And so the woman I did commit to in 2016, she was the first woman that ever made me see long term. And so I committed myself to her. And unfortunately, we broke up last year. And it it was just weird how we shifted, shifted into just a whole nother space. What I learned is that as men and women, men... We expect for women to stay the same, and you all change. Mm-hmm. And you all expect for us to change, and we, we typically stay the stay same. The same. Yeah. And that's where the disconnect is. And so her and I went through that transition when she began to shift into another person and left me kind of scrambling, trying to figure out what was going on. But she didn't communicate to me either. And so I'm here. So the whole time I'm trying to communicate, I wasn't able to. So I broke up with her. But she's the only woman I've ever loved. And so even now being single and I meet women, like no one moves me out of the space that she had of me and that she was able to get me in. And so I still interact with her. Like, we don't, Well, what my question is, uh, I didn't want to cut you off, but like, I'm saying, like, if you do, like, decide to pursue another woman, like, do she, if you're out and she texts you or you call, do you take precedence? Does she still take precedent? Well, you I'm not pursuing anymore. Like, I, I have no desire for a relationship. No, 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 I'm just like. If I was. Yeah, if you was. Like, if you were out on a date and she calls, would you answer? Now, I would not answer while I'm at the date. That's the whole, that's yeah, the I would, parameters. I would, respond, I would respond to the text. Like, she would, no, she probably would send me a text and say, hey, and then I would, like, hey, I'm out and about. I'll hit you later or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you nip it in the butt. It's not yeah. something that you keep entertaining while you have someone yeah. else. And then no, I no, think no, that also is based thing. upon the dynamic of the, of the friendship or the relationship. True. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think I'm, I'm friends with everybody I've ever dated. Right, mm-hmm. some people can do that. Yeah. Actually, gone with, but you have you to keep a parameter set up. For yeah, you like if it's if I was actually in a relationship, we were together two, three years or something like that. We won't be hanging out like that. You know, if I'm dating somebody else, which I'm engaged now, and I can tell y'all about my Woo-woo. process, my process. <laughs> how I would, we wouldn't. We can. I can hang out. I can meet you at the bar, but you can't be texting me like all the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I. We used to go together. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, like, my relationship now, we were friends first. We met through work. Friends first. Didn't do anything. No sex, none of that. And I, But we did, eventually. Before we actually, like the like the steps you had, mm-hmm. before you actually started dating, dating. Before yeah. we actually committed to each other. So, I feel like you have to test drive the car before you buy it, right? right. You buy a car, you go to the car lot, you get in that car, you drive it around. If you like it, then you make that purchase. Right. Or you think about making a purchase. Same thing with in relationships. You meet somebody. I think you should be friends first because those are the ones that usually work out because you know everything about them mm-hmm. before you actually date. Date. 
or actually get in a relationship. Um, and then do, you gotta have sex. I don't. I don't see how people don't have sex with somebody before they get no, married. No, well, or somebody put. I, I asked. You know, I got some Christian friends. Mm-hmm. They put one of their boundaries is no sex until marriage. My lord. Hey, everybody can do what they yeah, want so. to do. Yeah, But <laughs> if you get that, no, if you get that bad thing and you yes. then commit, somebody unhappy. Yeah. And eventually, so, I mean, I didn't get. I'm, we I might see, go in detail with that later. I'm gonna okay. ask her about that. I what think happened. that works for virgins because they don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, like my sister, um, she just recently got married last year, and she was a virgin until she met her husband. Look at God. Yeah, so it, it, it's possible, but is it probable? Yeah, is what I say. Is because I think virgins can dwell in that lane mm-hmm. because you don't have anything to compare, compare it to. to. Yeah. Whereas with us, we're not virgins. Mm-hmm. So for us to abstain to marriage. Now you're talking about being married to someone, and you and we all know, man, if someone doesn't move you in that manner, they mm-hmm. just don't move you. Yeah. There ain't nothing you can do about that. Like, like that's a connection that you can't, you, you, it's, it's not something I think that you can, can build. People say that you can. I haven't experienced it. <laughs> Every woman that's not been good for me never got another chance with me. I, I have a question. What would be three, like, three boundaries for a guy pursuing a girl and possibly wanting to, um, you know, take it to the next level, what would be the three first top things that you would want as boundaries as developing a friendship? From our standpoint or from a woman's standpoint? From a man's standpoint. From a man's, standpoint. yeah. My thing, it, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What I, look at, what I looked at, what I used to look at, um, which I never, I don't think you should go looking for somebody. Um, but if you see somebody, but what about a man that findeth a wife? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you know, it's kind of like uh, that. If I can be uh, so, that's tough because I've seen so many di- dynamics. Like just to kind of just a quick synopsis. So I have a, I have a homeboy. I've been I went to college with, undergrad with. He met his wife, and in six months, he married her. I thought he was a fool. <laughs> I was like, bro, reconsider, read some literature on the subject. You mm-hmm. sure? You know, we got your back. But this whole thing was like, bro, he, he really made that commitment. And they now have two kids together. They've been married for almost five years, and they're happy. Then I know people who've been friends. They was friends all throughout college. Got married and were divorced in a year. Yeah. So I don't really think there's a blueprint, uh, per se. I think that at the end of the day, it's two things that people don't cultivate. And if we cultivate these two things, it'll help us bypass a lot of the things out here. And that's discernment and intuition. Like, oh, there's my. A, so wow. you oh, cultivate- hold on. I got to clap. <laughs> Give me some on that. <laughs> All right. So I believe if you cultivate your discernment and your intuition, that allows you, like before, like like with me and B. Like, I knew B was a good dude before I even knew him. So we both from America, so we went to middle school and high school together. I didn't even really know B like that in school, but I knew he was a good guy. And then the relationship manifested as we both realized we were here in Atlanta together. Mm-hmm. But I knew he was a good dude back when I met him then because his energy and his spirit. Like, no matter what you say and do, you can't hide your energy and your spirit. It always tells on you. So for me to kind of bring everything back full circle, you have to 
cultivate your discernment, your intuition, so that you're in sync with who you are and your spirit. And then from that standpoint, your spirit aligns you with who you're supposed to be aligned with. The reason why my ex has been the only woman is because her spirit was the only spirit that aligned and connected with my spirit. Now, unfortunately, it didn't work out. Right. But who's to say it won't work out in the future? I don't know. I just know that for me, I do everything based off my discernment. If you vex me in any type of manner, I don't give you any chance to show me what it is. I instantly cut you off and remove you. That's why I've never been heard and taken advantage of because I don't give people the opportunity to because people show you who they are if you pay attention. And so when it comes down to boundaries, I would just say for me, it's your energy and your spirit, just a woman that's in sync with herself to the point where her energy and her spirit speaks for her. You know, And, and from there, we can make a decision and decide on where we're going to go and where we're not going to go. That's all I can. That's all I can. Accurate. Yeah. And I think that comes along with any type of, of friendship developing, whether it be with a, a man or a woman or two men, men and women, just developing a friendship just platonically, mm-hmm. you know, and just in general with everyday people. Um, I think a lot of times those boundaries are set up because the people that we run into in contact with on an everyday basis, not just from our past experiences in relationships, but people that we deal with on an everyday basis, we experience some of those things and then we put up boundaries and then they tie over into relationships mm-hmm. when we're trying to develop them or, you know. They become walls and all right. kind of other stuff. Right, so, so I think that. it's really, really deep. All right, so other things I want to touch on is about communication. Like, how do you, com- you know, in like, I guess the dating, dating or the real dating phase, how do you set those communications? Like, how do you tell someone how you, you know, when you're angry, like, how do you like to be communicated then? Like, how do you set those type of boundaries? Because everybody, you know, everybody doesn't act the same when they're angry or when they're sad <laughs> or when, you know, communication is key. So how do you set those up when you just starting out? Like, I guess that happens in the, the friendship yeah. stage or like... Yeah, that, I think that happens yeah. off, the, off, off the jump uh, for me. I would say that I need a woman who, you know, pretty much governs and controls her emotions. And what I mean by that is, you know, say I'm supposed to call you at 9 o'clock and now it's going on 1030. You haven't heard from me. You should not be mad because you haven't talked to me. So you don't know if um, something has happened to me or anything. Your first thought should be my concern and my well-being. Now, once you talk to me and I give you some BS answer, now you have every right to be mad. But if you're mad before you talk to me, then you don't know how to govern and control your emotions and your feelings because your natural thought should be, okay, he said 9 o'clock, it's 1030. I wonder if he's okay. You know, is he hurt? You know, whatever the case may be. If you instantly jump to being mad, why are you mad? Because you didn't get a 9 o'clock phone call. But you don't know what's going on. So now you've formulated all these different thoughts and feelings that are fabricated at this point because you don't know what the situation is. And so the most important thing when it comes to communication for me, it just ha- just interact with someone who's very mature. You know, because I understand women are emotional. So I'm not saying don't be emotional mm-hmm. and don't you know, embrace your feelings. I'm just saying be able to govern and control them for the appropriate situation in the moment, you know. And so that's the best kind of communication for me. It's just a woman that understands, okay, I'm upset. You know what, Marquise, give me 30 minutes. Or, you know what, I'll talk to you later on tonight night because she doesn't want to She doesn't want to talk at me. She wants to talk yeah. to me. Yeah. I like that. I agree with I you. Think- like, I feel like you have to be willing to listen to each other and try to understand where the other person is coming from. If you're not, it's not going to work at all. Like you said, somebody talking at you, 
Like you, I don't like me. I never dealt with anybody like talking at me. I won't say nothing. Like I'm real laid back. Mm-hmm. People say I'm a Libra. You know, you balance. You're real calm and cool. Um, but yeah, I'm not gonna let somebody just keep shouting at me, trying to give me their opinion. Then when I get ready to talk, you're not listening to nothing I say. Right. Like you have to be able to take in what the other person is saying, try to understand where they're coming from, and work out work it out together. But if you're arguing, there ain't no reason to argue with nobody. That's right. If you're grown, yeah, right. you don't argue. I agree. Um, I agree with both of those. I think um, also when listening, make sure you're listening, like honestly listen, because if you're just letting that person talk and you're not paying attention to what it is that they're saying and sometimes you have to read between the lines in any relationship to make any relationship work. Like when you're listening, make sure that you're hearing what the person is saying so that you can have a good understanding of where they're coming from and think about it and try to I don't know, make sense of it. Yeah. And like like Jonathan said, you have to listen to understand because like I'm in sales. All I've ever done was sales. And with salespeople, good salespeople listen. Mm-hmm. Like right. you have to listen to everything that wants, their needs, what they just really don't need, but they just want it. And you can kind of understand where they're coming from so you can sell them on what you're trying to sell them on. Right. So you can only speak on what you got to sell them instead of something you don't have that the competitor has. You talk about your your strengths and not... Not what you don't have, your weaknesses, I guess. So you really have to listen, listen, listen. And the person, basically the person with the most information kind of wins the argument. That's how it works for me. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I want to touch on, I'm an only child, so I do like my alone time. I'm not spoiled. Okay. Mm. We throwing shots at you. But no, so I, another person I talked to, they said that the person has to know not when to be clingy or possessive. Like, how do you communicate that about wanting you? I, I, I think from a man's standpoint, like, we just have to throw that out the window. Um, the average woman is just going, like, I'm yet to meet a woman that's not clingy. And if she's not clingy, she's detached. And so if she's detached, then there's something else going on that's deeply, deeply rooted. Because usually a woman, the number one need of a woman is security and stability. Number one need of a, of a man is respect. And any man that provides security and stability, a woman respects. I think that ties into um, a woman has five areas that a man has to secure her in to get her holistically. And that's spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically, and financially. And so once you're able to tap into all five of those, I'm yet to meet a woman that does not want to be. You came on my shoulder, preach. Did you just come (laughs) on? Something he said earlier. Yeah, she um, wants to be on the. How he was talking about, um, uh, what did you say? Um, Gosh, now I can't even think about it. But when you you said, when the and I I lost my train of thought. It'll come to me in a second. But um, but you said, friendships being Mm -hmm. friends first. Oh, I know what you're talking about. You said when um. Women want men to change, and men pretty much stay the same, but the women always change, but the men want them to kind of stay the same. So if you are a friend with the person first, you know everything about them. Say they like to go out, you know, maybe once a week, go to the bar, they hang out with their boys, and they hang out with their boys and their coworkers or whatever. And speaking of clingy, you get in that relationship, you already know what they like to do, but you date them and it's all good. But when y'all get, get it exclusive, you want them to kind of like, oh, why you got to go out? All the time, which you don't go out all the time. But why you got to go out? Why you can't do this? Why why can't why you can't come with me and do this? Um, you got to still be able to 
do the stuff you like you to, to do. do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And not get mad at the other person because they're still doing what well, they really, did when you met change. them. The boundaries of y'all dating other people is the only thing that really changed. Your yeah, personality yeah, and your lifestyle should alter yourself. Exactly. So that's what a lot of people miss too because, you know, I'm not as out as I used to be going to events and everything. I, I don't know. I got to get back on it. But someone that I date has to understand, you know, I do talk to a lot of celebrities. I had people in the past that was insecure about that. And it's certain things that you got to recognize before we actually jump into trying to be in a relationship. Right. Is an insecurity a boundary that people are afraid to commit to? Mm. No, insecurity is just, you're just insecure. No, what I'm saying is, <clears throat> say for instance, you met a female. You're like, just about, let's say, 78.3% of, of, of her. And the other percentage that maybe 2% is insecurity. Is that worth developing a, 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 a relationship? Or is that, something, is that a boundary? I don't really deal with insecurity. Yeah, like insecurity. You, but no, I'm I not talking to you. Wait a minute, let me, can I chime in before that? I think... The man will kind of, when y'all get in a relationship or y'all dating, the insecurity, if you have any about him, will go away. Are you talking about your insecurities about the guy or her personal insecurities about her maybe not looking a certain way? Right. Or, her oh, well, that's something she has to, yeah, he's yeah, not going to yeah, be able yeah, to, yeah, 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 a guy yeah. won't be able to do that. No. Like, yeah, if she's I mean, not confident within right. herself, she's going to always be intimidated yeah. by something else or she's going to have a problem with something. That's something that she and, has to do. But if it's yeah. an insecurity about her not trusting mm-hmm. Right. A guy or something with mm-hmm. the guy that she dates, he has to bring that confidence or security. That's to what her. I feel about a woman. Like guys, guys give compliments. I think they should give compliments when compliments are due. But at the same time, a woman shouldn't need a compliment Absolutely. for a right. guy to be secure Absolutely. in herself. Absolutely. That's how I feel. Absolutely. And then you oh, gotta, yeah. and then to kind of go back to his question, I think you're intertwining questions versus insecurities. So women have questions like, you know, can he sustain? Like, can he provide? You know, is is he really a nice guy? Is this really? Is he really the man that I'm, that that he's portraying himself to be? Mm-hmm. Those are questions. Insecurities are: I see you talking to someone else while you're in that person's face, yeah. you know, or why you gotta, you know, go out and do this, do this, and do that. So insecurities are things that you feel like you you're inadequate on some in some form, shape, or fashion to the point where you may lose this person. Exactly. And so now when it comes down to those, those are non-negotiables for me. Like, I can't I can't deal with anyone that, if I can't go have a conversation with her and be out with her and the woman I'm with is not secure in the fact of knowing who I am and trusting me, then I'm with the wrong person, mm-hmm. you know, so. I like that. Well, somebody okay. trying to check your phone all the time yeah, and stuff okay. like that. When you really hadn't gave them a reason. Yeah. Right. Like, I won't deal with that either, yeah. but I don't. All right, what about meeting the fam? I, I got someone on here that says no meeting the family until it's a serious, committed relationship. I agree with that. Yeah, I agree, too. I agree with that. What about I'll, this one, though? Uh, uh, no kissing on the first date. You know, that's whatever. However you feeling about that person. If y'all feeling in the same space and it's just it's, it's just right, you know what I'm saying? The moon might be out. You just had a good dinner. Yeah. Had one drink. You're not drunk. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just right. Because it could be different yeah, when you're drunk. drunk. Yeah. Ah, you know, yeah. That's a different life. Yeah, but, uh, my, thing is, my thing is, man, you only get one life to live and live it to the live it to the fullest extent possible. So, you know, what people, people have all these you know, boundaries and steps. And my thing is, again, discernment and intuition. If your spirit and your energy aligns and it connects, 
and you want to enjoy that moment with a kiss and go for it. Because all life is, it's a series of moments. You go from one moment to the next moment to the next moment. And either you capitalize on it or you miss it. Like, this is a moment. When we leave out of here, we go to the next moment. We don't get this moment back. We can come right back in this room, but, but we, we can't, can't duplicate moment. this moment that we have right now. And so either we give this moment out 100%, 100% and we embrace it to the fullest. I mean, granted, you got to be responsible within that moment. you got to be mature within that moment. Especially but you also yeah. have to understand that this is just... This is a moment, you know, and you got to capitalize on it. All right. I have another question. So embracing moments, like the, how do I want to say this? The, uh, okay, so embracing different moments when it comes to dating and meeting people on a relationship tip, um, can that be boundaries that we set up for ourselves? To not embrace those moments or not allow for those moments to happen, yeah, that could be a self boundary. Yeah, correct? a lot of people that put those boundaries in place. Like I, you know, can can I be candid? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So I I've been in a situation where I had a woman wet to the point where she was dripping down her leg, and she just refused to be intimate with me. She was like, "No, I haven't been knowing you at least thirty days," and she literally got up, you know, took her pants off, put them in her purse. Because at that point, she couldn't keep them on. And she left my house. And she was just like, it's not happening. Well, she got some and, she, and, like, like, and so you have people out here that are just like, they don't care about the moment. They are like, this is how I live my life. And they're very structured. That's when and you got to take it like Trump said. Y'all president, 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 I thought it was a joke, man. But she was like, she lived her life. She's very successful too, though. But she, she lives her life very structured. She doesn't work for me. I told her she's too rigid. We, we miss so many. I, I said, I would miss so many moments with you because you have a system in which you want to do things. And I'm not telling you to change or be different. I'm just telling you, you're not for me. Yeah. And that's why we have to have those honest conversations. Like, we be trying to put right. a circle in a square, a square in a circle. Sometimes you and people just don't align. And you got to be, no matter how much you like them, no matter how much you're interested in them, you got to have that that that, that strength and that, and that ability to say, you know what, you're not for yeah. me. No I respect how much that, because like most me. dudes I know, they would have known she wasn't for them. But kept trying. After that situation, they would have worked. They would have told her everything she <laughs> wanted to hear. Yeah, yeah. to make just it work. to get back to that. Okay, so this is my last one, and we're gonna wrap up. This is um, she was like, I would not date someone who controls the relationship on their terms. I must be in a mutually balanced relationship. Absolutely. Do y'all agree? Absolutely, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, definitely. Oh, right. Somebody got to control it on their terms. They're gonna yeah, be controlling the whole relationship. Because yeah, it's not about it's not about me. It's not about her. It's about us. What what do what works for us collectively? You know what can like um, I don't know if you all see ever watched Red Table Talk, but Red Table Talk. So Jada yeah, has yeah. so Jada and Will opened up their, about their marriage on Red Table Talk, and it was just so deep. They were um, just quick synopsis. So they were married. They've been married for like 21, 22 years. Mm-hmm. About 15, 16 years into the marriage, Jada just broke down and had a midlife crisis. She had been living the life Will wanted her to live and not the life she wanted to live. And so, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy that they shared that and put that on the table because when you're with someone, 
we have the propensity to try to be what that person wants us to be or they try to be what we want them to be. And you really just got to allow people to be who they are and find that commonality and that mutual. Exactly. Like, just to speak on that, be open. like uh, my fiance, like she... You seen it. She she extra. She she and she extra. She out there. You know what I'm saying? She you know the makeup, the hair. She already always. You know I dress, so we kind of match each other. But I'm more. I'm in the background. You know what I'm saying? She's more in the front. Like if we go out or something, she loves to dance. I don't stop her from dancing most of the time. So I'll dance. I'll dance. I'll dance a little while. You know she do. She get out there and she'll dance all night by herself, like three hours straight. Straight. I'm like, hey, I'm I'm chilling over here. You go ahead and do what you do. So you gotta, like you say, you gotta let everybody live their life and let them be themselves. Cause y'all got a lot in common, but you can't let one thing that you don't do stop um, stop y'all relationship, or you can't stop them from doing the thing they love to do just Absolutely. to satisfy you. Cause it's not gonna work. Well, all right, I'm telling you, this has been great, you guys. Okay, so what's the dates for your thing again? Cause I gotta come out, cause I've been a hermit. So it's Thursdays. Every Thursday, I tried to get you. Every Shut Thursday, you, yeah. Every Let's Thursday, Bikes Restaurant five. Where, they, where the park in that? Where you? You know, I'm like, where you park? Cause Akita got to have all the details, and she gonna be there hours. I need to know where the park is. I can't parallel park downtown. Park on the street? I can't parallel park downtown. Okay, thank you. See, y'all know that I, can't, I, didn't know. I, didn't know. I can't parallel park. Uber. Uber right Listen, yeah, I, can't, Uber. Yeah, we I, I can't Uber. I live in Vinus. Uh, y'all yeah, know yeah, I can't parallel park. So <laughs> I didn't have to do that on my driving test. Sorry, George. <laughs> <laughs> and so, oh, and I forgot. It's my homecoming this weekend. So shout out to Mercer Bears. I have my orange, okay. my orange and black yeah, and white on. She went there for uh, pharmacy school. So I met Arkita down there. Yeah, Mac Mac <laughs> <laughs> So shout Mac out to Mac Mercer and all my Mercer alums that are possibly going to listen to my show. Y'all have fun for me. I'm missing it. I only okay. deal with a certain amount of people. Anyway. We going to Bites this Thursday? <laughs> yes, we going to Bites this Thursday. Yeah. See you at Bites this okay, Thursday. Okay, because I'll already be out. I have all a, a right. prior Just engagement. Everyone, and everyone on. that's listening, go ahead and RSVP for oh, me. RushATL.com. Uh, because I'll be out what time to start because I already have a prior 5 engagement. 5 10 p.m. Okay, so I'll come out. I got a pop-up shop okay, to go we, to. Yeah, Thursday. Yeah, cool. Is that Terminus? So how far is that from? Not I don't too know. Far. I don't know. I do need the details. You better have your details together, ladies, out here. You be lost in these streets. Yeah, lost in the sauce. Okay, I ain't going to be lost in the sauce. And I'm off on Friday, so I'll be out there. Yes. Okay. So, everybody, make sure you subscribe to the uh, Aqua Girl Pod Adventures on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Podomatic. We have the email now. Uh, I guess, people, my DMs are open and accessible because y'all have been sending me topics that y'all want to talk about. Uh, so you can send me the email to awkwardgirlpod at gmail.com or you can send it to me on Twitter at awkwardgirlpod and that's on Twitter and IG. And also, it's I'm only asking for a dollar or more if, you, if you, the spirit moves you. I am on Patreon. So make sure you click the link. I'm going to try to do more like videos eventually. That's probably going to start in January to give you behind the scenes and everything like that. So that's going to be it. Thank you to Lexi, my awesome producer at Reach Production Studios. <laughs> she always holds me down. And I think I, I you know, I like what Marquis said about leave it in the moment. I had a quote. I don't know. I think I might want to just leave with that because that was just so profound. You know, live in the moment. You know, I think I'm going to leave it there. And then until next, guy, then, uh, next time, you guys. <laughs> <laughs>